Hi Butterflies, this is your girl Lita Bell, joining again with another podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about Joseph. Joseph. I'll be talking about the Joseph spirits. But before I get started, I'm going to read a scripture from Jeremiah 33 and 6. It says, Behold, I will bring it health and healing. I will heal them and reveal to them the abundance of peace and truth. Jeremiah 33 and 6. Behold, I will bring health and healing. I will heal them and reveal to them the abundance of peace and truth. Now, I want to talk to you... um, about the Joseph spirit. You know, there's so many of us have been abandoned, rejected from childhood on up. And, you know, the the people that you least expect will be the ones that leave you wounded, that leaves you so messed up. I want to share a little bit of my testimony with you. I have, I do believe, the Joseph spirit. Where I, when I was a little girl, growing up with uh, two brothers, raised by my grandmother. And I would be home and it seemed like the relationship with my brothers, it was just seemed like it was so strange. Like it was just, we, we never really talked. We barely communicated. And as we grew older, it just, it was the same type of feeling. And I always was this little girl that felt it rejected, abandoned, feeling all alone. And now that I'm in adulthood, the feeling is still there. But I learned that God has a promise and a purpose through all of that. I always was the the black sheep. I always was the troublemaker, the, the rebellious one. And I can admit that when I was growing up with my grandmother, meaning when I was raised, brought up, I was rebellious. I was disrespectful. I sometimes didn't do what I was told. I was stubborn. And then when I get older, People like to tend to throw their dirt in my face and tell other people what I've done. But it's not your story to tell. It breaks my heart because it's like, this is not your story to tell. It's not for my birth mother to tell. It's not for my brothers to tell. It's not for my aunts and uncles to tell. 
It's not for my cousins to tell. It's not anybody else's story to tell because it's not their story. It's not their purpose. It's not their promise. It's not for them to tell the story. It's my story. And so this is why it makes it so unique. It's my story. Let me be the one to tell. Ah, yes, I was rebellious. But look where the Lord has brought me from. Oh, yes, I was screaming. Oh, yes, I was stubborn. Oh, yes, I was really rebellious. Oh, yes, I was disrespectful. But God had to take me down to the ground. And he had to let me suffer. And he had to let me see the things that I took for granted. And after everything was over with, I then found where I could help someone else that didn't appreciate the parents or whoever is taking care of you. I can help someone else because I've been there and I've done that. I did my time. I did my do. And I can help someone else that's in the struggle. And Jeremiah says, 30 and 17 it says for I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds says the Lord Jeremiah 30 17 it says for I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds says the Lord and he's certainly restoring me and he can restore you too Everybody has a story. Everybody has a purpose. Everyone has promises. And what is for you is for you. But getting back to the Joseph spirit. I was always this little girl that was to herself. Always was confounded to her room. Brothers really didn't pay her no mind. And it grew, it grew, it grew, it grew, and grew. Until one day, I broke away. I broke free from my family. Because I said, I deserve better. It was God that relocated me into Maryland. It was God. And he launched me out. Because I I deserve better. I I have feelings. I still have a heart. I still have a soul. And my feelings. It does matter. You know, the saying that says family is thicker than water. And I always say, God chose the family that you're supposed to be in. But what you do, what God puts you in the family, what do you do with it? 
that you throw that family away. I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, Lilo and Stitch. And Stitch, he's kind of good, he's kind of bad. First he was he was this animal that's, that's bad and couldn't seem like he had a good heart. But underneath all the rough patches, you find that Stitch has a compassion for family. And, it, and, and the saying of Lilo Stitch, Aloha, meaning no one gets left behind or forgotten. And so when I think about family, when I think about family, God chose the family. But what you do after God gives you the family is totally up to you. My saying is, DNA, I can have your DNA and we could be a bit more family. Because family, family, what makes a family is a foundation of love. What makes a family, what makes a family strong and united is the love. It's the love, it's the love, it's the love, it's the love, it's the love. Yes, family has to fallen out. But family, family is L-O-V-E. If you don't have love with one another, you can't treat anybody, you know, like an equal. Certainly. You're just DNA. And you're just in a family just to say family. I had a saying I had a saying people that's not blood can be and become your closest family and it's so true it's so it's so true Because what makes a family, it shows what, what your heart produce. It shows, it shows your love. If 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 you if you talk about people and you say your family, and you're running around telling your business to this person and that person, but you're supposed to be family. What kind of family are you? Are you judging your family? That's not family. So I can imagine how Joseph felt when his brothers betrayed him. I can just imagine how he felt. They just they just threw him away. And that's how I felt all these years. The 33 years of my my living. I have always felt like the rejected one. The abandoned one. And people just destroying my every character, destroying my name. Because why? I'm not gonna give in to your disrespect. I'm not gonna give in how you're treating me, because I I, I believe that I should be treated equally and with respect. If I treat you with respect, 
than a saying you should treat me. And I left my family. And I said, I'd rather be alone than to be around toxic people. And I still love my family dearly. There are some people that genuinely love me and my family. I'm not going to say that. But for the most part, I found out what the word family is, what family is really all about. And when I look at my life, <laughs> it almost says I'm an orphan. I'm, I'm, I'm just this person that just, you're just putting up with. But as long as I have God, God shall reintroduce me. And I shall one day go back and heal my family. To break all generational curses. But first, I got to be free. First, I got to, to heal some more. Because when I think about family, I think about, you know, if someone would die today and we're not on good, you know, good standing ground, I'm not going to be the one that's going to stand over top of you just the sake of a family. I, I, I will not. I will not. I will not. I'm that type of person that if we ain't clicking, if we ain't talking, I'm not going to be there. It could go for my birth mother, my birth father, my brothers, any of my family tree. Because I'm a real one. And, oh yeah, I'm going to help out. Not speaking death for anyone, but I will help out with swim arrangements if many would let me. But, mm -mm. because I can't stand there and act like it's all good. I can't stand there at the end and say, Oh, that's mine. Oh, that's... No. 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 And my biggest prayer to God is, is like, when my, when my family is right, send them back to me. Send them, send them back to me. When they have that, that, that forgiving heart, when they're ready to make their amends. But I can't go back into toxic. I can't go back into drama. I don't want that. that. That's not a part of me. And so when I get back to the Joseph spirit I think about just how I was neglected. How I was treated poorly. How I was pushed to the sidelines. Have you felt that way? But through all of that, that's someone that loves you when nobody else will. That's somebody that will caress your wounds, that would take that rejection away, that abandonment issue away. And that is the man named God. 
will wipe your sorrows. That's love. And so when I look like I don't have a, a mother, I don't have a father, I don't have brothers, but it's within Christ Jesus. I do have a mother. I do have a father. I have all my family I need. Sometimes, yes, it does get lonely. And many days I cry because I don't want to feel this way, but God, he, he, he sways my hurt. He sways them times when I'm lonely. He sways those times where I need someone that I can trust to talk to. And in his word it says in Isaiah 53 and 5 it says, But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. What a God, what a God, what a God, what a God. He's such a compassionate God. When I lost my grandmother, I had... <sighs> when I lost my grandmother, I was in a, a, a dark, a dark, dark space because that was my mama. That was someone that knew me from an infant on up. She didn't have to do she didn't have to do anything. She could have let me go into foster care. She could have just leave me hanging. But oh, a praying grandmother took me in and she raised me. And so when she passed my body went into a state of shock. Like, I can't believe this happened. I, 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 I can't believe I don't, I don't have no more grandmother. And those days where I was still in school, she died my 12th grade year of high school. And um, I remember often in the morning, I would sometimes oversleep, and I would hear my grandmother call me from my sleep, and I would jump up, and I would open the door. And I knew just then my grandmother was not coming back because she never left her bedroom door closed. And I and when I looked at the door, I knew that my grandmother is, is not here anymore. She's not here. But when my, my grandmother died, I... I was in shock and the pain 
just would not let go. And I began to go through more things in life, not even grieving her death. And I just had to go, and I had to go, and I had to go on with my life. I had to go on with my life. I had to go on, I had to go on, I had to go on. Until one day I said, I need help, I need help. And even when I was in therapy, that still did not help because I was going through so much things in my home. Just, just one thing after the other, one thing after the other, one thing after the other. But God relocated me. And after all of this, the good thing that came out of this was God gave me a husband. He gave me a loving husband that supports me and holds me down when I seem to wake up in the middle of the night crying or have a flashback or not having such a good day. Because I'm the the Joseph spirit. And when I feel abandoned, when I feel alone, I I've learned that the only person that I can call on in the times of a great trial and sorrow and the times where I feel alone is God. And see, when I'm rediscovering God all over again, sometimes the feeling of the Joseph spirit, where now all of this has happened, with the, the stuff that's happening up here in Maryland, it's like, okay, let me get my refocus and let me sit with God and let me confide in Him of how I'm feeling. Lord, you you see my brokenness. Lord, you see my pain. Lord, you see the conversation. Lord, you've seen it all. Can I sit with you, God? Can I sit with you? Can you can you take away the worry? Can you can you take away the, the fear that I'm feeling? Not knowing what's gonna happen. Can you, can you take care of that God? Or when I'm all alone in the wilderness. You see, sometimes God wants you in the wilderness. So when you come out of the wilderness, it's going to look like you have never been touched. You have never been wounded. And sometimes God is requiring us, many right now in the wilderness, it's a, it's a, it's a testing. It's a, to see if you're going to trust Him through all of this. And no matter how I feel, I'm going to continue to trust in my God. Even when I'm all alone. Even when I'm being persecuted. I'm going to continue 
to trust in the Lord. Even when I feel like no one has my back, I'm going to continue to trust in the Lord. Even when my heart has been broken, I'm going to continue to trust in the Lord. Even when my mind is racing with a thousand some thoughts, I'm going to continue to trust in the Lord. Even when many have forsaken me, I'm going to continue to trust in the Lord. Because when I have God, when I have God, that settles it. And so I don't mind having the Joseph spirit because I went through this my whole entire life being the black sheep. And it, it hits different when you go to a church and you be a black sheep there. And people treat you any kind of way. And they're taught to you any kind of way. And they, they will say mean things to you. That's not a church. That is not a church. And so when you're at a black sheep in a family, but then you go to a church looking for, for, for healing, and you find that you get more scars, when you find like you get more wounds, when you find out that you're getting more bad off than before, what is wrong with the church? But I didn't mind being the black sheep of the church as well because it just taught me what not to be. And I still love these people dearly. And I would do anything for them. Anything for them. Despite of the lies, despite of the mistreatment, despite of them plotting my downfall, in spite of the evil prayers, in spite of the jealousy, in spite of whatever is going on in their mind, I would do whatever, whatever, if they need. All they have to do is reach out. And I'll be there. Because my heart says, my heart says I'm, I have a pure heart. And no matter how you hurt me, I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to treat you good. I learned that from Virginia. When people treated me bad, I'm going to treat you good. And whatever people say about me, that's their opinion. My fruits of my labor shall speak for me. So I don't mind being the Joseph spirit. Because when you least expect it, I shall arise. And bring my enemies to shame. Not ha laughing matter, no. But to say, you might try to block me. But God, 
says, you can't stop me. Because when I have God's hand, God knows what's best. So if you feel like you're being outcasted, if you feel like you're the black sheep, if you feel like you've been abandoned, rejected, you from a child on up, and you're still feeling that, remember, God will sustain you. He'll be that mother. He'll be that father. He'll be your whole family. And God will take you in when nobody else will. And he'll rock you in the cradle of his arms because that's what he's doing with me right now. I'm in a state where I'm just rocking with Jesus and just taking time out. Just time out and sit with God in a quiet, still place. And just say, Lord, I I need you. I need you. I I need you. Here's my heart. Here's, Here's my mind. Here's my spirit. I'm hurt, God. Can you fix me? I I I need your help with this. I'm kind of stuck. I need your help. And so I found joy in just rocking in God's arms. And just confessing how I feel. When I find myself home days and I find that that moment where I'm lonely, God. Oh, that feeling is, is happening. Or if I if I, I sit real still, I start having the flashbacks of my grandmother's death. Oh God, here's that feeling again, Lord. And I give it to him. I give him that feeling. I give him that hurt. I give him that wound. Because I find that. God is gonna God's gonna do something with that hurt. He's gonna turn it around. People wanna be me. Or people what what is up with me? You people don't have no idea of what it takes every day to be me. I wake up each morning and <laughs> I wake up still tired and no energy. Thoughts racing. Thoughts just just really, really, really racing. Some good thoughts, some bad thoughts. And I have, still being a Christian, suicidal thoughts. And when I have those thoughts, it's like, let me lay before the Lord. Or let me read something inspirational. Or let me encourage someone else. And I I find joy in that. 
People want to know the mystery of my life. All they want to know about me. <laughs> if I could write a biography of my life, it would be epic. Because if I could write a book, it would be alone. The alone girl in the wilderness. Or the lone girl left for dead. Or the alone girl who just wanted love. The lone girl who was misunderstood. And no one really paid attention to this girl. And so when this girl grew up, she had many, many challenges that was thrown her way. And many threw me, threw me away. And I've asked many times, why was I here? Why, 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 why was I, was I born? Because no one seems to like me. But I'm a girl that has autism, that does things a little differently in life. That's okay. Sometimes if I can't vibe you, I'm not gonna talk to you. It's just if my energy is not matching your energy and I feel like you kind of bougie, <laughs> it's like, okay, let me, because I don't talk to just anybody. Now, when I was a little girl, I did not talk at all. But as I got older, I began to speak. I was, I still had that way where, mm, I'm not going to say anything. And then, when the phones came out, I talked on the phone rarely. But I was more into texting. And then... I said, you know, I'm going to find out about myself because are the things that people are saying about me true? Is it, you know, is it really me? And I decided to ask the question on Google because you know Google will tell you. <laughs> I typed in the question, you know, when you have autism, like, do these types of people, you know, myself, um, like talking on the phone, like why is it that they feel comfortable and texting more than phone calling? And it's just the way the spectrum works with the disorder. It just you can't explain it. And so people feel like, you know, because I don't talk on the phone, it's just like I'm being stuck up. No, this is just part of who I am. And you have to come to accept that. You know, and there's some days where I don't like talking on the phone. Why? Well, because there's not many people that have talked to me. Like, like ring, ring, ring. Okay. And so when I grew up with that, it's just like, you know, how do I respond when I'm not used to talking on the phone? Yeah. One or two sentences, you need anything? 
but it was just like, you know, I can't explain it. It's just part of who I am. And I love that about me. And I'm not, I'm not changing that because this is my story. This is my story. And I get to tell my story. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to, to say, this is who I am. And if I stand alone, I stand alone. If I gotta be by myself, I gotta be by myself. I'd rather be by myself than to have people shame me, lie on me, gossip about me, making me out to be the enemy. I'd rather be by myself than to be around people that said they're for you, but really they're against you. I don't want to be around people like that. I don't want to be around family like that, that's like that. But one day I'm going to go back to the family and heal, deliver, and set free. But right now I'm focusing on me. I'm focusing on my health. I'm, t- I'm, I'm taking care of me. This is the season where I'm just taking care of me, oh my God, Mm. to feel free, to feel free, Mm. to lift every burden and sit the rejection, the abandonment, the issues of this life down to the Father and discover God all over again. In Psalms 147 and 3, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Psalms 147 and 3, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And so right now, I'm broken. I'm broken in the wilderness. I'm broken in the wilderness, but I still trust in God to mend every broken piece that's broken in me. I'm all scattered up. I'm all wounded up. I'm all shaken up. I'm all just bound and confused. But here I lay, I lay it, I lay everything that I feel from a child on up down to the father because it's time to clean up the residue it's time to clean it up if I'm ever going to be used in ministry if I'm ever going to encourage sometimes 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 it takes a rewind Say, I got some residue that I want off of me, Father. I, I got some residue of pain. I got some residue of trauma. I got some residue of old things that don't no longer concern me, but it's wounded me, God. It, 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 it messed me up, Lord. I need you to take the residue off of me. Take the, the, the 
else that was put on me. Take it up off of me, God. But it's all a part of a beautiful story that God written for me. And one day I'm going to tell the beautiful story when God relaxed me out. But sometimes you got to step back and let God repackage you. Sometimes he has to re relance you out, reintroduce you to the one that has wrote you off. In the book of Exodus, it says, in 23 and 25, it says, So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. And so, God has taken away the sickness as I sit with him, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain about the elements that I have. I'm going to sit in the mist as I discover God all over again and let him heal me. If you're sick, this goes out to you too. If you're sick and you feel like you can't get well, go on and sit with God. And he shall heal you he shall sustain you. He shall make you whole. He shall give you the things that you desire. Because he is God and God alone. And so, just trust God in the midst of adversity. Just trust God that God knows your every sorrow. He knows everything about you and so when I when I talk about the larger spirit it's okay to be alone it's okay to be rejected abandoned it's okay to feel like you're just all alone and you've just been left out left out by the world and it seems like you're just fighting life every day. It's like you're fighting life. It's just like no one seems to care. But what a friend we have in Jesus. Mm. He'll be your friend when nobody else will. He'll be your comforter when nobody wants to comfort you. He'll be that love when nobody wants to love you. He'll be that peace when you need that peace of mind, that, that reassurance. He'll be there the nights that you pace the floor and you're wondering how it's gonna things are gonna turn out. But you seem like you're gonna you, you have these sleepless nights. Gotta be there holding your hand. And he'll give you, he'll give you that peace. He'll give you everything 
that you need. Because God, he's going to raise you up. He's going to raise me up. He's going to lift you up when you least expect it. Let God mend you. Because you're something special. You, you're, you're something special. You're something amazing. You're the apple of God's eye. And you're going to make it. You're going to make it. Declare it. You're going to make 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 it. Oh, yes, you will. You're going to make it. After all of this is over with, you're going to make it. Oh, yes. You're going to make it, child of God. You're going to make it. You might be low now. But you shall rise to the top. God's going to lift you up. God's going to lift you up. He's going to replant you. He's going to water you all up. And you're going to blossom into something great. People have counted you out. People have wrote you off. People have laughed at you. People have mocked you. People have ridiculed you. People have been jealous of you. But when God gets finished the work in you, you're going to come out victorious. In Jesus' name. Oh, you got the Joseph spirit. It's okay to have the Joseph spirit because Joseph went through all, a whole lot. Joseph went through, went through nothing and came out with the riches to the palace. And he could do the same for you. In the book of Isaiah 40, 29, it says, He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, He increases strength. I'm going to read that one again. In Isaiah 40, 29, He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, He increases strength. So right now, many of us are going through just tired and feeling like God has abandoned us. But each day, God gives us his strength that said, we're going to make it. We're going to make it if we hold on. If we hold on, if we hold on, if we hold on, if we hold on, if we just hold on, we're going to make it. Because when we have God's strength, <laughs> that settles it. But it's how we use God's strength 
that determines our, our, our every move. And so when we know that God is our strength, we already defeated the things that are behind us. And so just be encouraged. As I encourage myself, I'm encouraging you that the sun will shine again. And you will, you will, after this is over with, after the testing, after the storm has ceased, you will, you will, you will, you will be victorious. In Jesus' name you will. Declare it. In Jesus' name you will. In Jesus' name you will. In Jesus' name you will. You will. You will be successful. You will. You will. You will have everything that God promised you. But you got to go through the tough season to get to the blessing. Sometimes you got to go through the season of testing to see if your faith is going to faint. To see if you're going to turn back into the world and turn your back on God. Right now, that's where many of us at. Testing. Sometimes it's just the wilderness. we got to be in the wilderness. we got to be in the wilderness. But God is also testing you. To see if you're going to turn back. To see if you're going to give up. I can say this. When I went through this betrayal and the brokenness. mm, I had a really low moment to where. Like when is it going to be over God? When is it? When is it going to be over God? Like. I can't take this no more. But I had to wipe off the flesh and say, you're strong in Jesus' name and you're going to make it. And I had to sit and confess and pray to God like, Lord, I'm hurt, I'm broken, I'm I don't know which way to turn, but God, can you help me? And then you know God came to see about me. He's still seeing about me. I still have those days. I still have bad days, but I confide in my God. I confide in my God because he's there holding my hand through all of this. He's holding it. He's holding it. Even when I feel like he has forgotten me, when I feel like he's abandoned me, God is right there working behind the scenes. And he's doing the same for you. So don't you give up, child of God. Because trouble don't last forever. God is on the way to your rescue. He's on the way to vindicate you. He's on the way to say, I have not left you. Because when you call on God for help, He may not come when you want him. But he's right there. He's right there. 
He's right there. He's right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. On time. Because he's an all-time God, as that song says. Oh, yes, he is. Remember, you are loved. And you're not forgotten. God hasn't forgotten you. God hasn't forgotten you. And see, this is why I love these podcasts that I make. Because when I feel like I'm discouraged, I come back on and I I encourage myself in the Lord. And that's the beauty. I encourage myself in the Lord. I say, ooh, girl, you said this. And so Job 3 and 10 says, Let the weak say, I am strong. Job 3 and 10 says, Let the weak say, I am strong. Come on. Job 3 and 10 says, Let the weak say, I am strong. Strong, come on, declare Joel 3 and 10. Let the weak say, I am strong. No matter what people may say about you, you are strong in Jesus' name. And God made you strong, God made you a warrior. Lift up your hands, lift up your head, and know that you are strong. In Jesus' name. And be proud of the Joseph spirit that you carry. Because God is going to relaunch you out. God knows what he's doing. It It might not seem like God is working, but he's working. When you put in the work, that's when God gets to working fast. So put in the work. Put in the work. Put in the work. Because God got to have something to work with. He got to have something to work with. When you wake up and you you, you seem like you can't even get up out of the bed, just put one foot down on the ground. That shows your effort. But don't you dare give up, child of God. Don't you dare give up. Because joy, sweet joy, is coming. And a rainbow shall come. The storm is is not forever. The storm is going to let up soon. And the rainbow, the rainbow is coming. And until next time, Remember, God's love is the best love to ever have and to receive. Remember, God loves tops all other loves. Remember, to always empower it forward, it does make a difference. Being the gift of help, it speaks volume. It's, it's, it's enough time for negative. It's, it's just time to be positive. It, it says something. It says something about your fruit. It says something about your character. So always be the gift of help and always empower it forward. Now butterflies, you already know. You already know. You already know. 
smooches. I mean, there is nothing you can ever, ever, ever do to make me stop saying smooches to you. Now, I'm on the clock. I, I went over time on this podcast, so that's why I'm rushing my little thing out. Um, my singing. Um, but until next time, my sweet beloveds, my sweet butterflies, don't give up. And remember, I love you. And God's love tops all other loves. Take care. Peace to the journey. Talk soon. Shalom.